are listening to Renewscast, the official podcast of Renew Wellness, an all-encompassing platform for exploring the world of nutrition. I'm your host, Matthew McCord, an aspiring holistic nutritionist and wellness coach based in Vancouver Island, Canada. I'm a blogger, food lover, consciousness explorer, lactobacillus wrangler, and health and wellness enthusiast. Keep up to date with my latest musings on wellness and health as I keep my ear to the ground in the nutrition community. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to Renewscast. Today, we're going to be talking about beets or beetroot. I mean, I'm going to use beets and beetroot interchangeably. Growing up in England, it was always beetroot and never beets, and now in Canada, vice versa. But I'm going to use beets because it's a smaller word and I can fit in more waffle that way. Anyway, so why today am I focusing on beets? They, they make a mess you know, they make an absolute mess. Uh, they turn your pee and feces red. And, you know, often the very mention of beets conjure up these distressing memories of this steaming mound of tasteless red mush on your dining room table at your nan's house. Not a pleasant image, always. Failing this, I find it hard to not picture a deranged Dwight Schrute from the office every time I think of beets. Bearers, beets, Battlestar Galactica. Okay, I mean, this might not be your exact experience. You might, in fact, cherish the sweet richness that beets provide. You might even be clued up on the biological hack that I'm about to present to you. Now, fair warning though, if you aren't prepared for it, the sort of red pea staining effect can be a little bit surprising, but these are things we have to, you know, overlook when it comes to these little blighters, which are going to be fantastic for your health. And now, what if I present to you the idea of using beet juice to gain a competitive advantage in sport? Recently, scientific articles have suggested that beets could potentially provide us with tangible, very real benefits to our athletic performance. A plethora of studies have focused on this link between consuming beets and increased energy efficiency. And this is actually thanks to vegetable nitrates, of which are very well concentrated in beets. Now, when we train as an athlete, we're looking to hopefully get better at what we're doing, become more adapted, become more efficient. And, you know, for the most part, that happens. If you consistently train, chances are you're going to get better at what you're doing. Now, not only just actually better at the specific sport that you're doing task-wise, but actually your overall fitness improves. And we all enjoy the sort of benefits, the changes, the overall fitness, but what's actually happening to the body when that happens? And there's a number of reasons how our body adapts to exercise. So you've got oxygen delivery to the muscles increasing, the muscle size and strength change over time. Uh, We have changes in our lungs that can allow us to take bigger, more efficient breaths. We have stronger uh, cardiovascular output that can be achieved as a result of the strengthening of the heart. Uh, Our bodies make more blood cells, more red blood cells to boost the oxygen carrying capacity of the blood. Uh, You know, there's a number of observations that indicate that we're adapting, that we're becoming more efficient, our overall health and fitness is changing when we do a lot more exercise. However, 
with these physical adaptations in mind, the actual energy output of the oxygen that we consume remains unchanged. We understand that a certain amount of oxygen in will produce a certain amount of energy of work. If we compare a Lamborghini to your run-of-the-mill vehicle, we know that the Lamborghini would run faster due to the size and efficiency of its engine, not that the gasoline that you put into it acts differently in the vehicle. The output is not determined by the fuel source, but by the engine. Now, what's really, really fascinating and interesting about beets is that beets, when consumed, have shown to reduce the oxygen cost of exercise. I'll say that again. Beets, when we consume them, reduce the oxygen cost of exercise, therefore making energy consumption more efficient. Uh, we get more energy from the same amount of oxygen taken in. This can allow divers to hold their breath longer, allowing athletes to achieve higher power outputs, like higher running speed or endurance on the same amount of breaths. Research shows us that increased basal mitochondrial function is boosted after consuming beets. Now, if you remember back to biology in school, uh, the mitochondria, the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell, you know, the one thing we all learn in biology, like the one I'll ever forget. Remember that? Yeah, anyway, well, they increase energy output from the same fuel source. This allows us to switch from the run of the mill to the Lamborghini engine on the same fuel. Now, studies have shown that athletes that consume beetroot juice before training have shown marked improvement in their athletic performance. Beetroot juice is extremely high in these nitrates. Now, when we consume nitrates, they convert to nitrites and then onto nitric oxide in the body. Now, one specific study involving 38 adults showed an increase of 21% in nitrous oxide after consuming a beetroot supplement. 21% increase in nitrous oxide is a significant increase. There are, is no two ways about that. Um, this effect only took 45 minutes to actually work to kick in. So 45 minutes after consuming beet juice, we see this marked increase in nitric oxide. <clears throat> now, a lot of these uh, cardiorespiratory benefits comes from having increased levels of nitric oxide in the body. So nitric oxide serves multiple functions relating to these cardiorespiratory health systems, such as increased blood flow, increased gas exchange, and obviously, as previously mentioned, increased mitochondrial efficiency. Nitric oxide repeatedly also shows a reduction in blood pressure and improved cognitive ability. And obviously this has been very well documented over the years, um, the literature suggesting that beetroot juice can improve energy output from the available oxygen um, and also increase your time to exhaustion. Now if you're a runner, that's a, a no-brainer, you know, these are the areas that we want to improve on um, and therefore beet juice uh, or just beetroots in general are definitely recommended for those who are long distance runners. And I use long distance runners as an example, but anybody who's an athlete or anybody who's looking to just get these benefits um, should should grab beets, you know, should include them in their diet. As well as these benefits to our cardiorespiratory function, um, it's worth mentioning that beets are also a fantastic source of fiber. Uh, folate, magnesium, potassium, iron, vitamin C, 
you know, again, a fantastic nutritional profile. They also, they're made up of like 90% water and have a relatively low glycemic load, meaning that they're not harsh on your blood sugar spikes. Um, they're also high in dietary fiber, which I will always say is a very, very important component of the diet. Now, if you've ever worked with beets, if you've ever cooked with beets, and obviously if you've ever eaten beets and you know that like the next day you go to the toilet or whatever and you get a bit of a surprise, uh, they, they contain these vibrant, like red, ready purple pigments um and if you do chop them up you know people use gloves to chop them up because if you get that on your skin it'll stain you know if you get on clothes then you know good luck getting that out um so you know obviously be careful now this extraordinarily vibrant pigment comes from a compound known as betanin betanin comes from a family of compounds known as betalanes and they are known to have a number of health benefits uh, betanin, the most studied of these chemicals, has shown to provide powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties. Betanin is also widely used as a colouring agent in food processing, as like as we know, it produces this intense purple-red staining with very few negative side effects and interactions. So that's another reason to reach for beets uh, is that betanin itself, the actual colouring pigment, has a number of phenomenal benefits. So combining beets with other components of the diet is also important. <clears throat> we can also sort of bolster these cardiorespiratory effects with other foods, such as consuming leafy green vegetables, such as kale, spinach, and arugula, and rocket, is another great way to increase your nitrate consumption. Uh, garlic, obviously garlic's a wonder food. We can talk about garlic till the bloody cows come home, but garlic has also been shown to boost nitric oxide levels and that's mediated in a slightly different way and this is because garlic actually boosts uh, the enzyme nitric oxide synthase and that's the enzyme that basically catalyzes the reaction of nitric oxide from the amino acid L-arginine uh, and this process significantly increases the bioavailability of nitric oxide within the body and therefore we get the same benefits. Arginine as well, if we want to increase that, is popularly supplemented. In fact, I take it every day um, and it's commonly found in large amounts in various nuts and seeds. <laughs> Beets are, they're not, they're not expensive, they're cheap. Um, you know, you go to the grocery store, they're usually just like very, very cheap. Pick up a big massive bag of them for a couple of dollars or whatever. And they're easy to, to easy to add in the diet. To be honest, they have a very specific taste that um, you know they, it's a very sweet and earthy taste that basically really you don't get from anything else. So you can utilize that in your cooking to add these specific flavors. Um, and failing that, you can just whack them in a juicer, you know, and drink that phenomenally vibrant juice. You know, but obviously, if you are cooking with beets, just be careful not to bloody stain everything. You know, because it is pervasive that betanin pigment. Um, but you know, these are small prices to pay for their obvious, observable performance benefits. So, if you're an athlete um, and you're looking to maybe increase your performance, and obviously at a competitive level, you'll try everything, right? Like, there's so many different ways that you can improve yourself. Now. In terms of ways to get beets into your diet, there's a number of ways. Now I'm gonna help you out here and tell you a few lovely little ways that I get beets into my diet. Because at the moment I've been eating nothing but beets. I've been eating a hell of a lot of beets. 
and living my best beat life. The first one, as previously mentioned, is juice shots. So honestly, like these are hardcore. Like, you know, if you're somebody who's just easing into the beat life, you know, you might not want to go for shots of beet juice straight away because they do have oh, an intensely sweet antioxidant-rich flavor. Like, you just know you're getting something good when you're drinking them, but it oh, takes your face off, you know? Sometimes a shot of these beet juices can make uh, a shot of vodka look like a walk in the park. But anyway, if you are, peel it. Um, I, like to mix, I like to mix it with ginger and celery. Um, and just smash that all on the juicer and just neck it off. Honestly, it'll wake you up like nothing else. I used to, I used to smash one of these in if I was feeling a little bit lethargic, like I couldn't be asked, couldn't be bothered to go to jujitsu, or couldn't be bothered to get out, you know, and do exercise. I used to smash one of these little bad boys in, um, and then have a cold shower and just like beat my chest like a friggin' gorilla and scream into the afternoon, you know. Yeah, drinking a shot of beet juice is a bit like stepping on a plug. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's great, man. I love it, honestly. They're, hard, they're for the hardcore crowd. Um, you know, the the thought of necking off that sweet antioxidant-rich juice can, you know, make people recoil in horror. But you can just suck it up and get on with it, you know. Or try some of these other delicious ways to get beets into your diet. Um, you know, you can also, oh, also, once you've got this beet juice, you can add it to things, right? So you can add it. I've been making, like, this lovely little pink porridge in the morning, my pink oatmeal, um, which is very, very Instagrammable, let me tell you. Um, but what else, you know, what else can I dye purple? Uh, hummus, bread, me nan's favourite white sweater, well, you know, whatever, whatever I want, really. Just running around mischievous with a big jar of pink dye, just dyeing things. Anyway, another, honestly, I think, this, and this is like the best way to get uh, beets into your diet, I think, one of the best ways is with borscht, but I'm trying to do my Russian accent here, borscht, and that is a uh, Eastern Europe and Russian soup, and it is delicious, um, and it's uh, it's just, borscht is like, it's like beet soup, it's like a vegetable broth, but it boasts that vibrant red colour from the boots, and from the boots, from the beets, and this distinctive sweet and sour taste. Uh, uh, borscht is a great way to get beets in your diet and it can be seasoned and tweaked and you know you can make your own spin you can throw in all sorts of vegetables here as well and if you're like not feeling super adventurous with your vegetables why not make soup you know why not make broth it's it's excellent for you and it's simple it goes down nice and easy um, one of the side notes that I do that I did think about though was that these um, like betalins these betanins those vibrant pigments from the beets can potentially uh, diminish in heat <clears throat> so it is possible that by cooking beets in this way it can slightly reduce their nutritional profile but it's a good trade-off I mean if you're if you're enjoying it more and you're getting more beets in then like yeah do this that way don't worry too much about that uh, the first time I had this was uh, back in Newcastle back home uh, we randomly my, my mates had like a couch surfers stay all the time just from around like around the world yeah this couch surfing account and we were just like six lads living in this stinking student house. So we were just like, yeah, whatever, you know, we'll tidy up a bit and get these people around and we'll just have a drink with them and it'll be fun, you know, it'll be cool meeting these new people. And it was. We had we had all sorts of nuts people stay who were like really cool. But this is one uh, Russian girl who was cool. Honestly, she was so cool. And she was like this gorgeous, super intelligent, lovely, lovely person who came to stay and um, we took her out 
on the drink the, the you know that night and we got very very drunk and it was a very nice night but then the next day we're all dying a little bit and she was like do you mind if i make you something she didn't speak a word of english man like it was it was brilliant we had uh, one of my friend's girlfriends who's lithuanian um was a translator for us so thank god she was there and uh she translated everything that we said that was said between us um anyway she she was like can i make you can i make you guys something something traditional from my home and she made us bush and i'd never had it before and it was phenomenal it was really really good and i actually really took the edge off the hangover as well so like boom hangover cure bush anyway uh Borscht, obviously, it's a, like a local delicacy, but it can be made in loads of different ways. Um, alas, um, the girl I just mentioned, uh, our Lithuanian friend Alex, she was. Lo- I'm very lucky to be blessed <clears throat> with her babushka's top secret recipe that she lent to me. So you start with making a homemade broth if you're going to make borscht. So you can make veggie broth. You can actually make veggie broth from all your scraps, from all your... Um, your actual little bits of vegetables that you would normally throw away in your organic spin, you can keep those, like uh, your onion skins, your tops of peppers, all that jazz. And that's a really, really neat tip. I learned this from my pal Renee, who um, has a fantastic blog post uh, on this. Uh, if you want to check her out, she's at homegrownnutrition.ca um, and she's doing some fantastic stuff, so check her out. But you can also make it from bone broth, and as we know, I am a big advocate and lover of bone broth, and I have a blog on bone broth as well, and a podcast. So check them both out, you know, both available at the website, www.renewwellnessblog.com, if you're not sick of hearing that already. But start with your bone broth, use that as stock. Alternatively, you can buy stock, but it's just not as good, let's be fair. So if you don't, if you don't want to mess about making stock, you can buy it. But... Uh, what you want to do is you're going to saute some vegetables. Again, this blog post has a recipe for this, has like a breakdown of it. So if you want to make some borscht, it's available on the blog post, which is called Gaining a Competitive Advantage in Sport with Beetroot. And that's available on my blog. I'm not going to say the URL again because you're sick of hearing it. And I'm not going to spend time now reading out this recipe, but it's all available on the blog. It's basically really simple to make. It really just involves like cutting up vegetables, sauteing them and adding the stock and just letting it boil. It's super easy. It probably takes about 25 minutes to half an hour to actually have a full pot of this. So spot on, man. And it's delicious. Anyway, the next thing, and this is honestly one of my fave ways to consume beets. And this is me. Like this is not for the general public necessarily, but uh, making beet kvass. So beet kvass... Um, is fermented beets. So if you're a lactobacillus wrangler, like fermentation nutcase like I am, I'll ferment anything. My house is full of pickles and fermentations and, you know, kombuchas and crazy, crazy stuff going on. Um, My my fermentation cupboard is constantly full of good stuff. But we can include these largely ignored superfoods beets and also add in like the gut healthy punch of all this good bacteria so for me this is like an absolutely perfect food like i actually have a shot of this almost every day and i constantly make it because it's so easy to make all it involves is cutting up beets in little chunks peeling the beets cut them up throw them in a mason jar full of brine um just a couple of tablespoons of salt cover the beets whack them in a warm cupboard like a you know just out of the fridge in a cupboard leave them for a week check them and make sure it's fizzing 
make sure it doesn't smell rancid, make sure there's nothing horrible or minging, gross growing on the top. Um, if you do see some little white flecks, usually that's just calm yeast. It's just yeast and that's absolutely benign, it's harmless. If you see something hairy and colourful, throw it away instantly. But usually the point is that by covering it with water, you're promoting... And obviously covering it with the brine, you're promoting the growth of only good bacteria. The bad bacteria cannot grow within this environment. This is fermentation 101. I'm not going to go too much into it. But basically what you're getting is these soft, delicious, vinegary, just like lively, alive tasting beets. Phenomenal. Like pickled beets, like delicious. And you can add them as a side dish to whatever meal you're making. Or you can just, and obviously what you want to do as well is drink the kvass. The kvass is the liquid. Um, you can chill it down, drink it on ice if you're a nutter. It's kind of like, it tastes a bit like, um, it tastes a bit like briny, sweet pickle juice mixed with like a winey sort of flavor. It's an acquired taste, but it is delicious if you're into that fermented uh, taste. So if you're someone who likes like sauerkraut and kimchi and stuff like that, if you can't get enough of that flavor, kvass is like absolutely one of the best versions of that. And this allows the simple fermentation for lactobacillus bacteria, which delivers that delicious flavor. And obviously, you know, I could talk all day about the benefits of good bacteria in the colon, in the large intestine, um, you know, the plethora, the plethora of health benefits alongside the beets, such as reduced bloating, reduced candida overgrowth, lowering inflammation, protecting the gut walls, improving your mood, lowering your chances of chronic diseases. Your gut health is important. So, you know, anything you can do to add these good bacteria, this works. Because this meal, you're getting probiotic and prebiotic. You know, you're getting the bacteria and you're getting the food that they eat within one meal. So, it's definitely worth doing it. Um, and it's super easy to make. Stick, get a jar, put chopped beets in, fill it full of brine, put it in the cupboard, leave it for a week, take it out, check it a few times, and then that's it. Put it in the fridge. Spotty dog. Nice. All done. And then... The least hardcore and probably just general tastiest, easiest uh, is just baked beets. I mean, you can eat raw beets if you want. It's not like you have to cook them, but like that's pretty hardcore. You can just bite into it like a friggin' apple if you want, you know, if you're a serial killer. But uh, this is a great way to do it. Baked beets. Easy peasy, easy peasy, zero messing about. You don't even have to bother peeling the little bastards. You can, well... You maybe should because if you don't peel them, you've got to throw them in the oven for like an extra 20 or 30 minutes. So it's worth peeling them, but if you don't want to get make a mess, you don't have to. You can just cut them up into chunks. It just involves topping and tailing, cutting off the tops and the tails of the beets, slicing them in half, cut them into segments, uh, throw them in a roasting tray and drizzle them in a bit of olive oil and sea salt, chuff them about in the tray so they're evenly covered. Um, and roast them for 30 minutes in a hot oven. Uh, check them every 20 minutes and give them a little flip maybe. And you want to leave them for 30 to 40 minutes if you're if you did if you did peel them, or 50 minutes to an hour if you didn't peel them. And just give them a little stab with a fork. And if they're soft, then they're good to go. But um, the last 10 minutes before they're done, I take them out and drizzle them with a little bit of balsamic vinegar and honey and put them back in and that's the the magic right that makes them taste absolutely tickety boo tickety boo i've never said that word before it makes them taste great 
makes him taste fan dabby dozy spot on absolutely gorgeous um and it's like that accentuates that natural sweetness of the beets you know the the vinegar and the honey it's really really good use them as a side dish you can actually stick them in the fridge if you cook a big pan of these and just throw them in with meals i actually like them with like some bulgur wheat or some quinoa or maybe some rice or you know as a side dish with some meat or something and beans um you can add them to salads um you have them hot or cold it's up to you you know whether wherever whatever you want to do wherever you want to eat your beets you know but anyway i hope you enjoyed this blog because honest to god beets are a bit of a superfood when it comes to like producing these tangible benefits to exercise honest to god you'll get some great benefits from consuming these beets so you know make more time for beetroot in your life um you know the benefits aren't just specific to athletes like if you're feeling lethargic maybe if you're hungover or if you're just feeling tired like you can't catch a break like we have periods in life where maybe we've been eating really badly maybe we've been a little bit lax a days ago and these cycles perpetuate themselves you know sometimes it's really hard to get the motivation and energy to do stuff and like i find if i'm feeling like that kvass or just beet juice or eating beets they like provide me with that like little bit of spike in baseline energy like I, it's notable, you know. So if you are feeling a little bit knackered and tired all the time, get more beets into your life. So yeah, and you know they're they're delicious as well. Like if you learn how to cook them properly, like they're not this disgusting, sweet, like weird looking fruit. Fruit. They're not this disgusting, weird looking veg. Like they are very very tasty. And they've got a very sort of characteristic, interesting taste. So anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate you listening. If you want this actual podcast is available in blog form at www.renewwellnessblog.com. Shock horror. Here he is again, dropping his links. Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, go ahead. There's a load of other blogs on there now. I'm starting to gather a few. We've got ones on bone broth, on neurogenesis. We've got a few on anxiety, on herbal teas. Honestly, there's a great like little plethora of blogs now, and I'm trying to build up you know, um, a good little following here. So if you do like it, leave a comment. Check out my Instagram, which is Renew Wellness Matt. Um, and yeah, honestly, I really appreciate you guys engaging and listening to my stuff. I have been your host, Matt McCourt. And thank you very much for listening and have a fantastic day.